Because they did keep kicked about three pounds of haggis that time Because it's hardly got off the ground Three pounds of haggis 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 Because it hardly got off the ground Kia and good and Orvin from Today Radio Studio 4 in Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. You're with myself, Nathan Snade, me mate across Scott Brown. He's on the controls. It's the 21st of May and hasn't the weather been nice, nice, nice? How's your suntan today, Scott? Yeah, like a farmer, as like, always. Like a farmer, yeah. you've got the white... Farmer the white down sleeves. here, white up top, Look at that, look at that. It is show number 99. We're, are we nervous? We're one more away from the big... Don't talk about it. Son, you don't talk don't about, talk about it. it. We're very privileged to be joined this evening by uh, Jordan Hicks. Nice, uh, easy name to pronounce there. Easy, yeah, I think so, but uh, I appreciate you guys having I'm, me. I'm going to throw you off straight away. Have you ever watched any cricket? Do you know what cricket is? Ooh, I, I know what cricket is, of yeah, course, yeah. but I've never I've never actually watched a match. Okay, so um, there's there's an unwritten rule in cricket where if you're, um, if you're batting... And you get to a hundred. That that's a fairly impressive feat to do. I guess it'd be something consider, something similar to you know getting fifty points in a in a in a basketball okay. match or something like that. So, you know, it's pretty. Yeah. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen all the time. But you know, any legends you come from basketball will hit those sort of numbers and stuff. It's the same in cricket. But there's basically an unwritten rule where we talked about this before, didn't we? Mm-hmm. There's an unwritten rule where you don't talk about it once you get into the nineties. So okay. you, you don't talk about it. So you call it the nervous nineties. Yeah. And there's a brilliant clip where. There's a famous guy, Shane Warne, and uh, the bloke says, oh, yeah, he's never been out on 96 before. And the bloke literally takes the headphones off. He's like, why'd you do that? Like, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? And sure enough, next ball gets out and he's like, I can't work here. Just absolutely yeah. loses the plot. So do you have any superstitions like that in basketball? Uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of guys that have superstitions where they come uh, before, you know, before the match or something like this, or, you know, put one shoe on before the other. For me... I try to not think about any superstitions myself, honestly. Um, so I try to have just a normal day and anything that I, if I think I'm getting into a superstitious like routine, I try to break it. But have the boys in your team, have they pulled you up on saying, hey, Jordan, there's always something you you, you do, you know, whether it's, um, uh, remember Leighton uh, Hewitt, the tennis the the tennis player, he always would fidget with his yeah. shoes. He would just yeah. he would just always you're, yeah, you're perfect. You're well, you, a fidgeter. You, you've said that before with your squash thing, hasn't it? Oh, I have squash things, shoes, yeah. yeah, I have certain things. I think a basket, but bas- basketball. I think of Jackie Moon. You know, from you've seen Semi Pro, haven't you? <laughs> of course. I will come to see. Normally, it takes me about a bit longer, but we're only four minutes in, and I've already talked about my first movie and stuff <laughs> like that. So when he's calling the yeah, but anyway, as you'll see, we, we do have a, well, I've obviously got the structured part of the interview, but we will bounce around a little bit with this. But again, thank you for joining us uh, this evening. Jordan, Jordan, you were obviously this year's Luxembourg champions uh, with Esh, so congratulations there. Thank and you. as I said, we'll obviously be talking about, you know, Jackie Moon the from cup. Semi-Pro and uh, Space Jam <laughs> at some point as well. Um, but uh, we've got also got Anthony Perez joining us later on in the show. If you do want to get involved, it's 621 um, Anthony will bring us up to speed because it was the last weekend of the BGL League. Quite interesting because a lot of these teams have got European football 
to look forward to, which is something we're going to lead on to with yourself. Um, obviously, you guys have finished top of the stack. So how does that how does that work for? What is it? The Champions League, Champions League, the European League next year, or? Uh, yeah, that depends on the management, the president. You know, if they if they want to, you know, decide to put us in, enter us into that, then. Oh, so they do have an option that, to. There is an option to do the qualifiers for. Um, I believe it's. Uh, I don't want to say anything wrong, but it could be. I think it's Euro Cup or. Yeah, it's like it's like the Champions League, isn't it? Of uh, of a basketball. Bit, a bit less, yeah. We, we'll a go conference, less. conference, not, not Euro. League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Oh, so you can either say you can you can opt out. The president can opt out of that as well and say, okay, we're not playing. It's yeah, not like I mean, an automatic because thing it's, it's pretty expensive. Yeah, that's the thing you have to yeah. raise. You know, you have to have the funds to do it. And yeah. you know, Luxembourg, there's not a whole lot of funds in basketball, but. You know, it a lot of funds, lot of funds out here, just not in basketball. <laughs> yeah. uh, as you see, but the women, the Doulanche and the Grangeval, they yep. play Euro Cup, and they're, they're the only teams in Luxembourg that uh, I believe have done that. Really? Yeah, for basketball. I suppose it's quite an interesting one because, and this is to take nothing away from the you guys playing in Luxembourg, but it is without a doubt it's going to be much higher than what you're playing in terms of standard week week in week out sort of thing. So, can you? You're going to have to attract more players, you know. Do those players want to come to maybe only play, you know, they're not going to play as many games of the level. I mean, that's that's just looking at it from the outside, isn't it, Nathan? Right. There are leagues like that too as well. You see uh, uh, Milan in uh, in Italy. I think they you can only have maybe six foreign players on a team, but they sign about, uh, I don't know, 10 or so. And some guys just play international competition. Really? And then they just sit during the season and... <laughs> just kind of hang out. Oh, yeah, yeah kind of hang out. Yeah, just kind of hang out, practice. I mean, a so you bit. Pra- yeah, practice in the, yeah. like being a street baller, basically, just playing the street mm. and to, yeah. keep you, to keep you in shape <laughs> yeah, for exactly. a European a European league match. Yeah. So wow. Uh, wow. we we normally start things off here with uh, sport and the history of the world, and then we'll we'll get into the. Yeah. They always say dive into the interview. What do you say for basketball? Bounce. Bounce is lame. Only is a different word, doesn't yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Well, go on, catch Jordan. Oh, I don't have well, catch 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 how, how do we? How do we? We, we would not. The logic would have said we're going to bounce into it. Wouldn't? Guys, the pros bounce. Yeah. Bounce. We'll just what, what go with bounce. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll right. try and elaborate. I'll come Slam up with something. Into it. Oh, oh, I like oh, it. Oh, you're on. Careful. You're going to get a full time job. That's right. All right. So we're going to slam straight into the sport and the history in the world today. A brilliant one. In 1891, Australian boxer Peter Jackson and future world um, heavyweight champion Jim Corbett, they fought a non-contest, here we go, in 61 rounds at the California Athletic Club in San Francisco. You heard that right. A 61-round fight in 1891. Listen, it's a long story. It's a bit like the Daniel La- uh, Lambert story. But I don't I'm know not, where he digs this stuff up from. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to go into it too much, but yeah, it, it did. And basically in round, I think it was 55 or something, the the referee, he kind of stepped in and he goes, right, people are getting a little bit bored now. But the but um, they had to close it off because the two the two fighters were absolutely uh, were absolutely unconscious by then. No, they were <laughs> they had a, they, they were just jostling. They'd been yeah. jostling. They'd had a couple of rounds where there was a few few punches thrown. But the interesting thing about this match because I got I got a photo about it. The um, they're not wearing the long the long shorts. No razzle dazzle. Okay, they're wearing the almost like the budgies. Up quite high oh, up wow. the old. Uh, up I don't know if I've back. actually seen a photo of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was the old days where you know, like they're giving one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so that happened. But fortunately for the referee, because he saved, and this is the other thing, there was a ten thousand US dollar fight, and the winner would the winner would get it. But actually, they said you're going to split the ten thousand 
euros. Uh, yeah, ten thousand euros. Ten thousand. Split decision. Yeah. Split decision. Between so he actually ended up by saving, I think, whatever it was, five thousand US dollars. So the California Athletics uh, Athletic Boxing Club, whatever they were called. It was, a, it was a win for them, but 61 rounds. Gee whiz, only in 1891. In 1904, though, FIFA formed in Paris on this day. There you go. Oh, a, a, a bit of, coming on to cricket, 1938, Donald Bradman, he scored 143 for, uh, for Australia against Surrey in only 198 minutes with uh, 11 fours. So that was a good old tonking. Plenty singles there, yeah. Yep, a good number here, 19, Swasson, Nerf, Slavian, uh, Slavin Bratislava of Czechoslovakia. They won their ninth European Cup Winners' Cup against Barcelona in Spain, 3-2 in Basel, so... Yeah, there you go. Bit, bit of history for you. And finally, uh, 2006, the Swedish ice hockey team, they won gold in the World Championships and they became the first nation to hold the World and Olympic titles separately in the same year. What are they called? The, the Très Conig, or um, the name for them. The Three Kings. Or yeah, the it's three, like their logo is like Three Crowns, uh, isn't it? But I asked, uh, Matthias, I asked Matthias at the gym what that's about and he was like, I don't know, mate. <laughs> I was like, Swedish? How can you explain it to me? And he was like, no... Well, couldn't, couldn't go, well, he couldn't go into detail about who the three kings were. Yeah, but Matthias doesn't really go into too much detail about anything. No, no, no. Anyway, but there's a few happy birthdays. Do you want to start with them? You like these... Uh... Oh, now you're going to have to forgive my ignorance because I don't speak Maori. You, well, Ma- okay. you don't speak Maori, mate. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nonu, have I said that right? Yeah, he's not Māori, he's Samoan. Forgive my you, ignorance. You better get that one right, brother. So how do you actually, because everyone says ma nonu, but it's ma-a, isn't ma, it? Well, you can see the apostrophe. Yeah, ma-a-nonu. but I'm asking you. Ma-a nonu. Ma-a nonu. Ma-a nonu. From my hometown, legend. Wellington, legend. New Zealand. Wellington, New Zealand. Yeah. Absolute legend of the game. Still playing, still tearing he up does. out in New Zealand. Uh, not in New no, Zealand. he's in the uh, US, I think. In the US, yeah. yeah. US have, they've started their own Super League out there. So all the old pros, as soon as they're done, yeah, come out to the States and play for a couple of years on the... Was that, was that yeah, major, MLR? They call it major. Yeah, the MLR. Rugby? Yeah, the MLR. Um, they're trying. They're really trying to like get the draft going for it, but it just doesn't have the, the same. US. Yeah, it just doesn't have the same appeal as Mate. the basketball and the NFL okay. and stuff like that. You know, but they won't be as, as big as the NFL. But if, if if they get hold of rugby, look out. Yeah, that's even what, if they um, yeah even if they get the the dregs of the NFL, well, I mean what, they're going to be incredible incredible athletes. There was a guy called Mike Friday who is he's a sevens so rugby you've got rugby which is fifteens and then you've got sevens which is in the Olympics now and it's a it's a fast fast game. Mike Friday he's a bit of a guru he's been uh, heavily involved with the states program and he said that's the scary thing if they can tap into all this talent because. I love that. I've spoken to you about it before. I love that stat. It's like one point, one, not even one percent make it to the the sort of top shelf, isn't it? Whether it's the NFL or the basketball and stuff like that. But he says, mate, all these guys who are serious athletes, you know, that you can get them to transfer across it. The big one, you probably heard a guy, Carlin Isles. Isles no. So, mate, he is about five foot five and has he oh, got wheels my goodness he is he was some i think he was like was he like 18th fastest in the u.s or something really yeah he was so fast like, and basically road, like roadrunner man he would just he was that quick he would just guess around all those coyotes but basically he he watched a video of rugby sevens and he sent an email and mike friday was like well obviously if you can run that fast we'll get you involved <laughs> um and within eight weeks he played his first tournament tournament and i think he scored his first try against New Zealand who are you know arguably the best team in the world in sevens and then he put the ball down and then was like 
yeah, so what? You know, yeah, it's like the guy doesn't know what to, doesn't yeah. know what to do with it now. It's like so I'm not going to kick it. So, so <laughs> giving it to the referee or something. Yeah, he had well. So it's a happy birthday to Ma'a Nonu, who's all black. Also sharing this day is Mark Cavendish, cyclist, cyclist. from Wales, but I think yeah. is he Isle of Man. Oh, Isle of Man. He's these big shanks, isn't he? He's a sprinter. Is he? And those sprinters are interesting because they. At the end, that's a real dog fight, you know, like that last. They come imagine, around the corner. Imagine and they, cycling the 279.8 kilometres, and you're basically like, I just need to be fresh for the last bit. No, because there are go. other bits. There are other pieces. We have the time the cycle, stuff like No, that. it's not time trial, but within the race, you have these other sprint sections as well to gain points. Oh, really? Team. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. It's not all about the end, but the big part, what we know, and then the elbows come out and let's we see who I we can put in the I saw that video earlier about that one, them coming up the hill, wasn't it? Um, and also on this day, um, Tom Daly, the English diver who got uh, Olympic gold in the 2021 um, Olympics. Mm, there you go. Here we go. So it's his birthday. So three, Martin Onu, Mark Cavendish and Tom Daly. If you're listening, of course they are. As I said earlier, we're very yeah we're very privileged to be joined by uh, Jordan this uh, this evening. Now Nathan wants me to ask you, where does the name Jordan from? Is it after Michael Jordan or is it after Jordan Belfort from the Wolf of Wall Street? Which one are we going for? <laughs> I think the from Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, my man. Come on, call it the Michael Jordan. No, I mean, Michael Jordan too, but Wolf of Wall Street. This guy. <laughs> uh, no, uh, honestly, no uh, no story. My mom just liked the name Jordan really and. And then it stuck, and then ended up playing basketball. So, and do you wear pair, do you wear Jordans? I do not wear Jordans actually. Oh, nice. No, but We're, I used to wear the number twenty three. So, oh, oh nice. Is one of my oh, always twenty three. Uh, when I was growing up in high school, and and then I changed to two. So, because of Michael Jordan, you, you like twenty three, or was it because of David Beckham? Uh well, one because I couldn't have twenty one. Because I, I was a big Kevin Garnett fan, being from okay. Minnesota, growing up there, and then so I mean just Michael Jordan, yeah, yep. and, and then uh, yeah, I changed to two just because I don't know I want to make my own my own number, so yep. it's like that. Fair it's enough. Cool to hear. <laughs> I mean, it, as I said, we're going to jump around, but we'll sort of start at the very you know the very early days. You know, where did where did the I guess the love of basketball start? Probably where uh, you know uh, I got slammed to the ground in wrestling to the mat you know and i was like mom i don't need to do this and then or we're uh football you know and minnesota is very cold so uh yeah practicing outside was was not for me I, but i was a football player and and a baseball player growing up and and uh yeah just basketball just kind of it stuck it was inside and i find myself when i think back to it now just it was always something that i was year-round wanted to play and it was just exciting for me to to no matter what whether it was by myself or with friends i would just want to always play basketball so minnesota am i right sorry i've got to put a film reference in that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's um that's a lot a lot of films mighty ducks there you go yeah that's uh, yeah. watch that the other day. You'll not see a better film. You'll not see a better Amazing. sports film out there. Oh, the oh. second one's pretty. The third one's done. Like. Third one, no, yeah, don't yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but the first um, two, yeah. The Mighty Ducks are from Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, I don't know why I thought they were from from like California. I don't know. Well, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks no, no, now. The Anaheim, but yeah, okay. It, it's originally Minnesota. Okay. So unreal. A little bit of. I unreal. like that. Okay. So um, okay, so you, you, I guess you're one of those guys growing up. You sort of played played anything anything that meant going outside anything, yeah. anything going just try to see sport. what I like yeah and then how does it how, when we because uh, again we're ignorant to it but you, you, there's all these varsity junior varsity all these different teams you know but but you play so you know you go into secondary school 
and then you essentially play with your you, your, your high school. Yeah. You, so you go on uh, yeah secondary middle school. Uh, so when you're about what is it eleven? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then you start playing with uh your you play under your high school team, but you're not associated with the actual high school team. It's just each grade, and you play accordingly like this, and you travel from city to city on on the weekends, and you play with them, and then you know because that's your your region of the city that you live in. You're gonna go to this high school, and then you just kind of evolve like this, playing with them, and then you know those same guys you end up going to high school together and you're playing, then you have, you know, the connection and, you know, you know each other. And, and that was how it was for, for my high school team. Just kind of, we were like 12 guys that were it really bonded. Because there's no pressure. So you just don't care. It's like when you look yeah. back at it now, it just bring, no doubt brings a smile to your face. Yeah, you know? yeah definitely. And, and mum and dad, days. they played basketball? Uh, no, they didn't have, my mom was not an athlete and my dad, he was, uh, <laughs> he was a footballer. He's from Nigeria. Yeah. So he, he played football. football. Yeah. He was not a basketball guy. Okay. <laughs> what did he say? Or how did it go down when you decided to play basketball or? Uh, he, he was more on the school side. So, you know, he was like, oh, the basketball is, is great and everything, but you know, you really need to focus on your schoolwork. <laughs> yeah, he's a good, uh, a, a, a good dad, but I mean, yeah. he, he can't have been too disappointed. I mean, you, you, you ended up growing to two meters, you know, yeah. so I, I mean, don't know how, it looks like, yeah. <laughs> It looks like you're, you're suited to basketball. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been a, you know, a goalie, and uh, uh, not for me, really. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. When, you want to be in the mix, I can yeah. understand. Yeah. So when goals. we, when you, when you, I say we, but when you, you obviously transition through these teams, and I, I guess at what age were you like, yeah, I'm, you know, did you, were you, I mean, were you that height when you were like 13? Or? Uh, no, I mean, I started shooting up. I was always fairly taller, yeah. you know, amongst my, my friends, peers, whatnot. And then you started shooting up, did you say? Yeah, shooting up like, no, <laughs> growing, growing, growing up. There we go. Sorry, Better growing, words. Far, right? up, I was just know, wondering where we were like, hitting here, Jordan. I mean, not like the plants. Shooting <laughs> yeah, okay, up, shooting yeah, up. Like okay, this, sorry. Yeah. Pack it in, Nathan, will you? Sorry yeah. about him. <laughs> Um, yeah, around, well, in high school, I guess when I got to high school, I was already 6'4", or what was that, like a meter 90, you'd say? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I grew a few more, uh, centimeters after that, and it was just kind of like, yeah, hey, basketball, you know, it was great, because I was playing both football and, uh, basketball at the same time. But you do, you do get a, a lot of, you hear of a lot of guys who... At high school, you can do that. You can do. You can play two of them. Some lunatics will play three of them, and yeah. and, and but then obviously you you do have to pick at some stage. I know there was one bloke who I think back to now, and I, I can't remember his name for the life of me. But maybe twenty twenty five years ago, and he was a pro uh, American footballer, and a, and he played in a major Deion league. It, it, oh, it, it, yeah, Deion Sanders. Yeah, well, I mean baseball and uh, football. Yeah, and, and you would yeah. play on the Saturday and the Sunday. It's like, yeah. oh, mate, the old bank Amazing. account would have been sweet <laughs> if you'd have been uh, if you'd been getting the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but with um, as you say, so you get to that age, and 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 how does it all go about? Obviously, you're just because basketball's all about stats. You know, you love to hear your numbers and all that sort of stuff. And it's yeah, yeah the proof's in the pudding, isn't it? You know, because you ultimately. If you're scoring points or getting rebounds, that's about the limit of my terminology here at the moment. Um, but if you're if you're pumping out good numbers, people sort of um, will take note of that. Or um, the numbers, yeah, but it's more. I think it's uh, if you're athletic, you know, in the U.S., uh, it's they want to take people with potential and who have you know the the measurements. You see the guys that are long arms, you know, tall, obviously, and but then it also can jump out of the gym and and you know have are skilled as well. 
And so that was, that was for me, it was just that I was, I was a guard, but I was very tall, lanky and had athleticism. I could jump out of the gym and that's where, that's what really attracted the college coaches to me and I could shoot. And so just like that, you know, like in the NBA now, the big thing is three and D, you know, these guys that on offense, they come down and, you know, corner three point shot. It's money, but then they go back they down on the defense. They're locked down defenders, and you can make yeah a lot of guys making a living off that. Sorry, that's another that's, that's, that's another word in my basketball terminology is money as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so again, when you so three D three three and D and D yeah. So, oh, okay. Stephen Adams the best in that. Well, was the best? Probably not quite. I don't know. Uh, he's more of a center. I think. Yeah, we yeah. guys like uh, PJ Tucker. If you know PJ Tucker for uh, Philly. Um, I was trying to think of some yep. some other guys, maybe you know, but uh, I'm sure the listeners they know PJ yeah. for his shoes. He's a he's a guy that always has different pair of shoes I'll, every game. I'll, say, I'll research you after. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so where did you decide to go to? Well, I know the answer to this, but the listeners don't. But where did you decide to go to college then? I went to Loyola Chicago um, on the uh, yeah north side of Chicago for people uh, in Illinois. Please tell me you finished in 2018 when they made the. Uh, NCAA. Uh, but I was the, uh, you know, I like to say I was the building blocks. The, yeah, the coach, there we go. The, the foundation. The foundation. No, yeah, there we go. He's a foundation. Um, <laughs> because the coach that, you know, they went to the Final Four with, that was my coach um, while I was there um, my last two years. And when he first came in, there was, what, we had 14 guys on the team. He got rid of everybody except for me and another guy. And that just changed everything. And, you know, you know that he... We just, yeah, he led them to an amazing, amazing run there in the final four, and now they're, you know, now they're well known around the world. So, yep. so where, how, how far away is that for you to go from Minnesota? How far is where university was? Seven hours. Jesus. Yeah, but it's around the corner. But in the, it's around that's the corner not, in the US. Like, yeah, people, yeah. people moan about love driving it. They love driving it as well. That's oh, I've made that drive a million times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's easy. You're asleep. It's like up here, people moan about playing Clairvaux away or something. It's like 45 yeah, minutes I mean, in the car. Now I'm like that too. Like, yeah. oh, I have to drive to Elbrook. Like, <laughs> 30 minutes. Be careful, guys listening. <laughs> <laughs> did you? How, how many seasons did you do there? Three years? Four I did years? five. Five. Yeah, normally it's four. Yeah, but I I was injured for a season and. Like that in the U.S., you can have a medical redshirt. It's called yeah, and so they give you another year to play. Okay, and so that like that I played five. I mean, uh, uh, Nathan's not so much, but I've watched the documentaries on like Last Chance You and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and that's more that has more of a focus on like the JUCO, which is like the level below. Whole another, yeah, yeah. World. It's, <laughs> so it's these guys who are you know obviously decent players or ballers, as you like to say, but maybe yeah. don't have the academic standards, so they transfer here get their grades up and then but there's quite a bit of jumping around from what i understand you know to hear that you've you've stayed and done one sit one stint at one university is yeah. that a rarity these days or do guys now, but I mean, when i was in college everybody i mean there wasn't a lot of transferring because there was rules that you could um that if you transferred to the same uh, division then you had to sit out a year yeah unless you had like a a reason you know like medical or something like this that the ncaa would take into account and allow you to play right away but before you were penalized, then you had to sit out a year. So people normally just stayed. Um, but now, yeah, you can go wherever you want. There's no, <laughs> there's no rule anymore. And people, yeah, go here, there. For now the money's involved. Yeah, universities. Yeah, and the universities with a lot of money and sponsorships and stuff like that for the alma boosters. As well, they, yeah, yeah, they pump yeah, a lot yeah, of money. The boosters, they you know they pump out big monies and big money and you know that nil, you know now. Um, where the kids they get money to 
promote you know brands and such like this you can make millions of dollars so it's, it's uh it, it, that's the yeah, key word changed. it has changed, changed massively and, and also especially with uh, the way social media has evolved like exactly. i absolutely love just sitting there and i mean this is sort of a i guess it's quite a deep question but do you think you've with the players you've got now, do you think you've lost some of the characters um, that you had maybe sort of 15, 20 years ago? Because it's funny you talked about Kevin Garnett. I love hearing a story about he was playing with, I can't remember who he was playing with, but they're talking about playing against Jordan. And then he basically said, uh, it, he was. it was like very, very early on in his career. And they were like, yeah, just don't talk to Jordan. Okay, just, just don't do it. Uh, and then basically, Jordan had a, I think he had a quiet half or something. And Garnett's like, "Yeah, man, you you've got him. You can take him." And Jordan just looks at your man. He's like, "Ah, oh, he's a he doesn't know, Mike. You know, sorry about him and stuff like this." And then he talks about just giving him the look, and uh, and then basically talks about they had to run up the court for about something like six minutes, ridiculous, and is absolutely dead. And then it's like, "Man, you need to shut your ass up!" Like it just, but it's just the way they talk about it, and then. Jordan barely says a word. He just has this look about him. But yeah. I'm sure you hear those stories from the old days oh, and I mean, stuff I, like that. I loved Kevin Garnett. You know, that was yeah, my, my idol growing up and why I like basketball in the first place. One of the reasons. But I mean, yeah, just stories about him, you know, getting on his all fours and barking at, you know, other <laughs> opponents like and, you know, taking the ball and smashing it into his head and just screaming and looking at the opponent. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot of um, we call not hustling. What's the word we call it in um, trash talk? What's the word we call call in cricket? Um, Slander, sledging, sledging, sledging. You guys are teaching me a lot. Slander's a bit deep, (laughs) mate. Sledging, slander. That's a bit deep. Sledging. It's like when. Oh, what sort of stuff like there's the cricket's, a, the, the, the cricket's cr- got the best because cr- cricket's very cr- cricket probably relates to American sport quite well because it's very stop start you know there's an action there's an outcome uh, and then we repeat whereas basketball very much the same right. American football very much the same you know the game you know basketball game uh, you know it doesn't play for the whole uh, quarter without yeah. stopping it just doesn't happen you know yeah, there's lots of breaks for, for whatever there might mm-hmm. be but all I these last like what two weeks now? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's actually not even an exaggeration. Okay. You know what you said that it can last five days, but it would be, you know, if um, you'd say, "Oh my god, five days!" But it's so. I've said this before, before to our guests. You can you can sit there, and most of the time, nothing happens. But okay. it's when something does happen. Like I've watched. You know, you know, you watch a basketball match and you'd be like, "Yeah, this is done." But then, if it comes down to the last shot and somebody gets in, it's like, "Oh, what a game!" Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. That's it's very weird. It, yeah, it's very fickle, very, isn't it? Very much like but, that. Um, you, you can go and watch a basketball game and go when, with five minutes left on the clock, and you're still going to get twenty minutes played out, right? Yeah, yeah. My uh, my friends just moved out to New York. Is um, Steph Curry? He's got a brother, hasn't he? Yeah, and he so, plays for. I think he's with Dallas. Last yeah, but whoever he's playing with, while she rang me up, was like, "Yeah, I went to went to watch their Curry play in New York." And I was like, "Oh, you know, even not being from a basketball background, I was like, that must have been unreal." And I was like, "He's, he's not very good. Like, he didn't get it in all the time." <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, he says to me, oh, "Yeah, it wasn't it Steph wasn't Curry. Curry? It was, it was, his, brother, it was brother. his brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is oh, yeah. well, you know, if he's playing in the NBA, fair play to him. But right. I guess that's yeah. that. Well, that's coming from someone who's." not as experienced uh you know with the uh with the game from that point of view 
coming back to your, let's say, your career at the moment, it stands with as Ash. I guess you're ready to go on holiday. Do you go back to the US now? What happens? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to have some vacation time, but yeah. I, I'll go back to the US um, the end of June. So I'll spend a couple, like a month and a half back yep. home and then and when back. does the season kick off here when would you do pre- when would pre-season pre-season starts usually the middle of august mid-august yeah. and then with the competition start mid-september i guess uh i think end of end of september in september around yeah, yeah, so you got a six, around a six yeah. week and what would exactly. what, what's happened in the past with your with your uh, pre-season do you go away do you play something like tbb trier up the road do you, do you <laughs> get any do you get any game time uh for i mean it depends on how you know, injuries and how my body's feeling, but there's a summer league. What do you mean? You're just going to go on holiday to the US? You're going to come back and say, it depends how my body's feeling? (laughs) No, I mean, just if I decide to commit myself to, you know, uh, playing in a summer league, that's what I, you know. Oh, so you go to the US and play in a summer league? There, yeah, uh, sometimes I've done that. I've gone back and there's a good competitive summer league that I've I've played in. Um, Otherwise, I just stick with my trainer and I train... um, back home i have a friend who plays in italy actually as well so we both come back home and we train um yeah throughout the summer and then whenever i'm back uh in chicago um my one of my former teammates is a coach now and so i train with uh, my university i get some yeah runs in with those guys and and workouts they let me come and use the facilities yeah it's um another one for you to follow ball is life you follow that as well no I know it, but... Yeah, so that's basically where these guys are. They're good players and stuff, yeah. and they play the pickup games, but they go to certain neighbourhoods and stuff. And it, let's just say there's a bit of... It'd be your cup of tea. There's a bit of bagarre and stuff like yeah. that, a bit of fighting and stuff, but it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty it's pretty, full-on, pretty intense, yeah. isn't it? There's a lot of sledging. Yeah, yeah. a lot of sledging. And yeah. what, about, but what about bagarre? We like that. Any, we we yeah. like it in all sports. Any bagarre, any, any, any bagarre and, There wouldn't be uh, any fighting in Luxembourg. Were there in games and stuff in like Luxembourg? that? Uh, there was actually... Uh, yeah, and the the semifinals, I believe it was with La Rochette and uh, Steinzo. There was a little okay. bit of a, a so, mix up there, a little, little bagarre. What about um? But, but would you get bagarre between the Americans though, or they just let oh, the yeah. local boys get get involved? No, I, I, yeah. There's, I mean, yeah, with uh, so it really is a team you're behind guys, your cards, yeah, yeah. But then I mean, yeah, you have your teammates and everybody will step in, and you know, not everybody, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys have your back, and yeah. You can have a nice bagar. You can have a nice bagar. <laughs> yeah. What about on the what about on the way to when you when you're going back down the tunnel at, at half time or anything like that? Any any bagar down there because you get some good punch ups down there in rugby. <laughs> you know, yeah, this happens in rugby where guys just. Oh man, I'll tell you some oh, stories. Oh, mate, there's huh? some brilliant one. Rugby league even even really? better. The boys they just kept um, Steve Backer uh, or Stuart Backer Backer and someone at uh, Kiwi played the Aussies. Yeah, we we don't like each other. Okay. Yeah. And uh, these two oh, boys just kept uh, Tumity, got- Kevin Tumity, that was him. Put it on YouTube if you're listening. Put on Kevin Tumity fight, Kevin and it just went on outside the pitch. And then they got <laughs> they kind of stopped, and then they went down the tunnel, and they go, "Oh, we'll just keep going. Let's do it again." <laughs> That's just uh, not finished. Jeez. It wasn't sixty-one rounds. I can tell you. <laughs> and then, are they able to come back and play? Or are they penalized? No, 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 yeah, or, yeah. You know, they can they can dust it up a little bit, mix it up, it, and then they bit, come back come after back a little five-minute yeah. break. Like, no, no, it's, it's a bit it's a bit different now. But back in the day, it was Biffo. We it was it yeah, bring the biff, you know. Bring it was the biff. It, 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 there, there was there was a bit of it, bit of it during the games, and um, 
but most of the time, because uh, obviously you've got the scrum where you, you yeah, know, there can is. be some naughty yeah. stuff happening. <laughs> talking yeah, about, I am not going to talk about the dirty Sanchez on here. I'll talk to you about it afterwards. <laughs> I think I, you'll walk out if I tell you, you'd be mortified. But I mean, yeah. I know the terms. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you've got the scrum, and sometimes let's just say there might be a uh, a disagreement, and it's not uncommon for the. Um, you know, the front rows to come up and, and go at it. And yeah. most of the time the ref would be like, you done? Right. Let's get on with it. You know, back in the day, whereas now you even look at somebody the wrong way, you're, uh, really? you're going to get sent. Well, sent there's that, that, that commentary that like, I absolutely love was when Canterbury were playing Auckland and it was like three minutes, you know, three minutes into it and it was the first scrum and the commentator said, oh, this is good. This is going to let off a little bit of steam in the engines and we'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> and basically it was not, I wouldn't say enticing the fight, but he was giving a run and like the boys just needed That's to get a I bit mean, of steam off the uh, belly. I feel yeah. like, yeah, in, in all any sport, like in the beginning, like you just, you got to let loose somehow, yeah. get, you know. It's different, different ways, be, yeah. different, different ways, ways to do it. I mean, um, I saw you always hear about the stories about um, Kobe Bryant and, and those guys at the top of the game, like rocking up like three, four hours to come and, you know, basically practice before yeah. they play, which is, yeah, it's I mean, incredible. That's quite, it? that's quite ex- an extreme level just that's to find you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously he's yeah, a legend, the, the greatest. Um, but I mean, it, I think it just comes with, each person, how they, how they can, you know, how they can be at their best and top level, you know, and some guys that's showing up five minutes before and, you know, they're just able to do it because they're mentally yeah. just there, you know, at that level. Just flip a switch, yeah. Yeah, flip a switch, exactly. And then, you know, other guys, uh, you know, being in the gym and knowing that, you know, you've put that work in, just seeing that kind of come to fruit, you know, fruition. Is, yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're obviously over here now. This is your fifth season over here. So you were at La Rochette before you went to Esh, were you? Is that no, right? I've only been at Esh. So I, this is uh, this was, this was my fourth year. Yeah. Yeah. So I was I came in 2017, 18, and played for two years, and I left and went to France. Yeah. yeah. One more season, you get a, you can you can apply for. Uh, there there go. we go. That's yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah, the plan. yeah. That's the plan. That's the game plan. Good, good boy. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> How is your Luxembourgish, eh? Schwarzenegger, <laughs> kid, little boy. Okay, I've got a mine, huh? <laughs> Just reading there downstairs, um, yeah, while I was having a sit down, then there was uh, number two, I think, Luxembourg passport in the world. Number two. Number two. Up, up yeah. from number three, is it? Yeah, from number three. New Zealand about number four or five, so. New Zealand's yeah. up there. Yeah, there you go. Well, you guys, nice people. You guys aren't dual Nice yet. people, no. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we do, do a triple one. And the British one that I've got was down, down, uh, that's down the, that's that's down the line. Yeah. That's why it's downstairs. That's why it's downstairs. That's the EU, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, how did it all come about, you coming out to Luxembourg? Uh, I played in France for what was it, four years, and I just was kind of like, you know, it's it's time to make a jump in my, you know, in my career, and and um, and my agent at the time, he was just like, yeah, there's there's a really good coach uh, who's going to Luxembourg, and he played against you in France, and he wants to bring you to Luxembourg, and like this, you know, you can kind of make a, you know, you Luxembourg. Is kind of the equivalent, but then you can go back to France and play. He doesn't fit on our TV, on our screens that we've got. It's brilliant, moment. isn't it? You don't, you don't fit. Yeah. It's, cut, it's, it's, it's cut you off on your on your brow. Yeah. yeah. When I when I, I get the photo, page. when I get the photo, uh, yeah. Yeah. You do the photo. Yeah, I'm gonna stand here. So you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. Two what? Two meters. Two, two meters. meters exactly. Two exactly. Meters, yeah. yeah. Well, we got one one seventy six. Yeah, more one seventy four, one seventy six on a good day. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. No. You. I just looked up at you. I just looked up at you. Yeah, <laughs> and there, where you were not. Well, you, my there, there, there you were. Yeah. Did, did you did you know a lot about Luxembourg before you came out here? No, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about Luxembourg, and but I knew the coach actually, and 
So I was like, why not? Let's let's try it. And you know, I honestly fell in love. And it was funny because my uh, one of my friends from back home who had been who's playing overseas too, he uh, told me he's like, hey, I know a lot of guys that go to Luxembourg. They stay there. And they never leave. They get comfortable, and it's just you know it's over and I was like no that's not me that's not me never and yeah here yeah, I sure, am yeah. yeah here I am what yeah, five yeah. years later and yeah looking for a passport and because you mm. um you play with Clancy Rugg don't you yep so yeah. we before we started this we would have had a conversation with Clancy because he brings his little man James down to some of our camps and stuff ah, in the yeah. summer and stuff yep. like that so it's just that's one of the cool things about Luxembourg is because it is you know small, such a small yeah. population you can be randomly bumping into someone who who knows somebody sort of uh exactly sort of thing see somebody you know somewhere or, you know a connection like this it's 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 very tight-knit i feel the community and uh, luxembourg as a whole so if you didn't play basketball firstly what sport would you play and you don't have to play it because you played it before no no what would you be like <laughs> yeah i think i'd be good at that uh, it's got to be high jump or something Ah, uh, I hated that. I tried it. <laughs> Honestly, I I love football. Like I would I would love to play football, and I mean football, uh, soccer. I mean, oh, soccer football. Yeah, soccer football. Okay, what's your what's what position would you play? Would you be like a bit of a, a crouch? Like, no, he'd have to be meters, big, yeah, big yeah, two meters. Yeah, I mean, I like to compare myself to Drogba, but you know, yeah. a little a little bit taller. Legend, another <laughs> yeah, legend. Exactly, yeah. What about legend. if you What about if you didn't play sport? You have to get an office job, God forbid, huh? Uh, yeah, the dreadful. No, let's <laughs> <laughs> not talk. You know what? Don't answer yeah, that question. The dreadful, Don't answer yeah, that question. question mate. <laughs> I, I, um, I want to talk about the 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 the, the unfortunate match that you lot to, lost to Gav's team, the cup. Yeah. What about the the atmosphere? <laughs> the atmosphere that they put on from Scott and I would obviously when we met you there. Mm-hmm. Um, that atmosphere f- from us from a Luxembourg side of things. Of course, we've been to big stadiums and things like that. How did you? How, how, what was it like being on the court? Like that. And, and that, that yeah, that was equivalent to you know um, playing in, in you know big arenas back home in the in the states. Honestly, yeah, obviously a little bit more people still, but for, well, I think there was four thousand people at this match, yep. and I think that's incredible for for Luxembourg. For Luxembourg, yeah, absolutely. for Luxembourg, that's absolutely incredible, and to have that type of atmosphere and put on a you know an event like that um, for a sport. Uh, I think yeah. How many people would we be getting to a, a let's say a normal game or in season game? Oof. 400, 500, yeah, four or yeah. five hundred, yeah, and I think half of those are in our fan, like our, uh, yeah, they're, our, they're, they're our, the ultras, yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> like uh, our mighty miniatures there, yeah, they 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 come, uh, they come in very deep. Just um, bouncing back to that match, um, we well, as I said, we know Gav very well, and we met Gav before the game and had a chat. One of the yeah. things he spoke to us about was the stiffness of the actual ring is that something oh yeah you, i hated that you i did not like that. playing in there that was yeah definitely that's something that um playing there was it was difficult it, an adjustment was the stiffness of the the rims were very stiff and then also the um, the arena is very deep so behind the baskets mm-hmm. it's you know kind of getting um i want to say kind of getting locked in and you know adjusted to the that that depth perception. But yeah, absolutely. Well, it's it's difficult. The perception of depth through your eyes yeah. by looking, by judging the distance of your throat. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah, you know, because you, you know, you're not, it, it's a quick. You look up. You're not like staring and you know aiming. It's you know in the, in the action in the game. It's yeah. it's a quick you know action right into a shot or something like this. And that depth perception can kind of be be difficult to adjust to within what you know 
uh, one game. It's, it's would, that suit, be different? would that be similar to uh, rugby it, when you're kicking exactly, the ball when the stadium's exactly. up versus yeah. being deep? Yeah. That's a really, really cool point you bring up there mm. because I've you you'll play at some rugby grounds and it's pr- this sort of thing's probably down more in the southern hemisphere because a lot of the southern hemisphere um, pitches double up as cricket and cricket okay. ovals or Aussie rule ovals are enormous, but which means the crowd is actually set quite far back far away, yeah. and like whereas if you go to what is a football pitch it's basically line bit of grass advertising board the stand yeah. is there so yeah. so you have that so mm-hmm. I get that I guess the way to to make it relatable to you was like you know how big a squash court is if I put an extra two or three inches you would start playing you'd be like there, there's something wrong here you know well, you can just you, you can't put your well, finger it on it but you, yeah. you, you I, I get what you're saying even at work the courts are all the, everyone has a, a slight feeling you, yeah, I, yeah. I can play <laughs> the coaching court which is our main one is court one we go and go and put court two it's a, it's a lot more dead it's a lot this exactly the same size you've just got two courts on either side of it you've got one in the okay. middle completely different you go down onto centre court because you've got a lot more space up and behind you've got a, ga- a gallery or a what do you call it? The Tribune, I guess you yeah, could call the tribune, it. Yeah. Then, then it's just to- it's totally different. Personally, yeah. I don't like our centre court to play on. There's nothing wrong. Exactly the same dimensions. Right. It's just plays differently. Yeah. Uh, in the same, that's exactly the in the same venue. So that's, I can relate to it. That's really cool because I remember having a good chat with Gav about it, and he goes, "Ah, oh, look, both teams got to play with it." But it's one yeah. of those things, you yeah. know. Um, and we because we watched the ladies, um, the, the ladies final yeah. beforehand, where obviously Grenzvold won. Um, and um, it's something he was saying. It's like, yeah, it's just because he, he was like, mate, those ring, those hoops just don't get used enough, so they haven't got a, as as much no giving. Give. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's definitely a thing too. When the, when you see rims like that, you, you hate that as a shooter. And but then for me, the the depth perception there is because you're coming from these small gyms yeah. in regular season. You where fall the, off where the, the wall. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, you got to be careful to lay up because you're gonna fall right into the, the wall. Yeah, so that's definitely. So, so when you when you out there, went out there for your warm up, you threw your first one. You're like, oh, well, hey, oh, so yeah, it's away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like shooting a, a ball into the ocean. It's yeah, like, oh, where's, where's, <laughs> where, where, where am I throwing this? You you like get out there, and the coach is like watching over at you, and it like misses by miles, and you like yeah. look and just look at the crowd oh, after yeah. you yeah, do yeah. it. Sort of thing. I'm just a, a little bit wary of the uh, of the yeah. times. I've got. To, I just want to ask that question. Can you give us a couple of minutes all about March Madness? We've been oh, I've been March reading Madness. about it, but I yeah. don't still don't quite hundred percent. Can you simplify March Madness for me? Uh, I mean, just one of the craziest I think <laughs> sporting events. Um, really, just because it's just one you know one game and and everything can be finished you know, and so it's whoever it has, starts off with twelve teams, right? No, sixty four. Okay, 64, 64, so it's a knockout. Yeah. 64 okay. is knockout, yeah. It's a knockout and, yeah, so 64 teams and they all play, yeah, they're, they're seated 1 through 16 and, you know, it's just, that's the that's the great, the beauty of it is that on one night, you know, a Cinderella, yeah. you know, can, can win a game against, uh, you know, a bigger team that's supposed to, you know, almost like a destroy cup, Almost them. like a cup football match, really, to be honest. Well, like that's the probably, cup, we call, what we call the... I would argue, and Nathan probably echoes this, is the the best sports competition in the world is probably the FA Cup um, mm. in uh, in football because it gives every team chance. the chance. Yeah. 
And that's why when it gets into later rounds, you talk about, oh, you know, one of the non-league teams getting drawn against a Man City or something like, you yeah. know, that that sort. As you say, the exactly. underdog, the fairy tale sort. But it's of also goes. also the the woman play as well, right? So the yeah, the, 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 the men well. have the the March Madness and the women have the March Madness yeah. all at the same time. Yep. And there's some com- there's some funny names they call it like the last sixteen or the eight eighth yeah, or the not last uh, sixteen uh, or sweet sixteen sweet sixteen sweet sixteen yeah elite eight the final four and yeah they got they got the terminology the terms down the terms yeah. down <laughs> but that's that's the that's the ultimate in in basketball that's the mecca, yeah, that's yeah, mecca that's, yep. yeah that's the mecca I think even over like. The NBA Finals, uh, March Madness is is crazy. Yeah, and anybody you, and, you, and you've there. and you've played March Madness. Uh, unfortunately, no, I no. didn't get the chance to. Yeah, yeah, I was on the foundation. Remember, foundation for, for Loyola to Nathan. Do you not listen? Do you not listen? Sorry, but no, he might have been. They might have been in the '64. Right, right, right. But yeah, when when you're you'll hear. We, we've all watched the, you know, the college films and the, the American yeah. sports films and all these sort of things. You hear them talking about, oh, that's a power six or a power, power. What, what does that mean when they say a university? Is that just one of your... Because there's, um, uh, there's, uh, what am I saying? <laughs> um, there's the schools that, you know, have all the, the money and, the, you know, the big boosters and such like that with the programs that are huge and, um, those are like you have like your Dukes, NCA, and then you have mid majors. So there's majors, like mid universities that are majors. So you have like Duke, North Carolina, and then mid majors, which Loyola, where mm-hmm. I went, uh, is currently. And then you have low majors as well, which are universities that you know their programs aren't like very big and yeah, well funded, obviously. And yeah, exactly. And so there's three levels, but it's all the same division. As <laughs> they just kind of yeah, they just kind of. Um, categorism like this yeah well Jordan I said to you before we come on air we won't have enough time to talk about anything yeah. we'll definitely get you back for a part two we'll come back we'll to you before that. the end here I've got Anthony mm-hmm. Perez here Anthony you're just going to sit tight for a minute because I just want to bounce through into a couple of international sports stories obviously we had the ING marathon this weekend 16th edition um, 13,000 runners shout out to Daniel Kaiser who did the half marathon Is he in Kenyan? 159 was he a Kenyan no, he no. wasn't. Okay. Okay. The um, main race was won by Eric Kiptu, and he finished it in two hours, 13 minutes. That is <laughs> so... <laughs> Have you ever done a marathon? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, impressive what they do, yeah. So, yeah. And he was some, actually... some people can't drive that. Yeah, yeah, can't right. drive that quick. That's up to Clairvaux, right? <laughs> um, yeah, and he was actually one minute and 26 seconds um, uh, ahead of James um, Kiplagat. Um, and then the Moroccan Abida Enzamzami came in third place in 2 hours and 23 minutes. That's still some that's going. Ri- that's just ridiculously, ridiculously right. quick. The best Luxembourger was Luke <laughs> Scheller. He finished fourth after 2 hours and 37 minutes and 12 seconds. Matthias Gester from Luxembourg crossed the line behind Scheller, four minutes behind him. And then you had a third Luxembourg, Charel Lenners, and he was eighth in the race. In the women's, it was a Kenyan double as well. Mercy Kipkoimi uh, celebrated her success in a time of 2 hours and 36, seven minutes. It's just so fast, isn't it? And then her um, Patriot uh, Flamina Ngurushia, hopefully I've said that right, had a delay. Uh, she was five minutes and 17 seconds behind. Uh, in the golf, golf, what do you know about Live Golf? Are you following any of this or anything? Uh, no. Oh, it mate, watch Full Swing me. on Netflix, yeah. get it on. Okay. Basically, it'd be like you've got the NBA, but yeah. imagine if a new franchise, a new league started in somewhere else, same money. 
Um, or more money. Okay. That's what uh, you're yeah. you, that's what you're comparing it to. Um so you've got Brooks Kepka. He's, he's top, on fire. He, he's top of the stat, mate, but the big one is he is live golf as well. Yep. So it'd be really interesting if it would really put the cat amongst the pigeons. Obviously Justin Rose and Roy McElroy are also um in touch. We will will that be finishing up this evening, so we'll watch it. The big one I've been dying to talk about is obviously we had the European Cup finals yesterday. And on Friday, La Rochelle were 17 nil down after 12 minutes. Oh, wow. It was like, it was a big free-for-all in the first 12 minutes. Leinster came out the blocks. Dan Sheehan got two and Jimmy O'Brien got one. La Rochelle, French heavyweights, then came back into it and scored late on to, uh, to win the conversion from Antoine Hastoy uh, to obviously win the game. There was a bit of bagarre at halftime. It's my understanding that as they were coming off at halftime, Johnny Sexton, who is one of the best players in the world, he's been ruled out injured because they're trying to get him fit for the World Cup in December. Um, sorry, in October or September and October. He is a Leinster boy, but apparently he went down and I think he went after the referee. Sean O'Brien, who's one of the Leinster coaches, was down there as well. And then big Willie Skelton. Was our, was actually our first one of our first guests when we did the podcast back. We like this guy where what was he? He's like six foot nine, hundred and forty kilos, mate. He is. He makes oh, you look okay. small, boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, he was involved, <laughs> and as you can imagine, Ronan Gara was involved uh, on the Friday night. Glasgow Warriors were absolutely throttled um, by uh, Toulon, forty three nineteen. Toulon were uh, coasting twenty one nil up. The big one there it was Sergio Parise's swan song. Oh really? Yep. So that's him, him done and dusted well, I now. How many? How many? How many um, first class matches he played? Well, mate, I tell you what, he's still good enough to be playing at that level. He's oh, nearly right. forty. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, Anthony, it was the last weekend of the BGL League. There were a few funny results out there, weren't there? What have you got for us? Not only the BGL League, but I'm gonna go back to this uh, later. Let's start with our main protagonist league, and it's. it's Union Titus Peting against Etterbrick. After US Hostel, we know now who's going down as well, and it's the club from the north, Etzela Etterbrick, because they lost 3 2 to Petange while Kerjeng celebrated a 3 2 win. So, Etzela go down, and who's gonna go to the playoffs? It's Kerjeng and Fola Esch, who are gonna play against Petombu, and Kerjeng are gonna play against Kanach. Kanach did some interesting result, but I'm gonna go back to this after the BGL League one. Then we've got Shrasen against Fuller Esch. As I said, Fuller going to go to, through the playoffs after losing to Fuller Esch late in the game, after conceding the 96th minute. And yeah, they will have to face Bittomu, who will finish third in the air promotion. The team who managed to stay in the league's Monarish will play another year in the Bijel League after defeating Rosport 2-1. Alioni and Ambaki were the goal scorers and the heroes of the day. Hostel, on the other hand, ended the season with no wins this year after losing to Mondov 5-2. It was the last game for Cedric Sakuras, who's leaving his boyhood club Hostad and he's gonna move for Mondov. Mondov, I saw that. Imagine announcing that. It popped up on my Instagram and it's obviously, yeah, I'm leaving club. I'm actually going to uh, who we're playing today to we're going to relegate us so I don't know how that but anyway Anthony on you go sorry boss fortunately Hostel was already relegated yeah. so there was there was, there was nothing to worry about and in the top game of the afternoon Nidagon and Hesperange do 2-2 happy end for the champions who reached the 100 goal mark thanks to Ryan Phillip who scored in the 1958th minute Dudelange ends the season with a 4-2 defeat to Jeunesse Esch and finally... Have Dudelange got a lot of injuries at the moment or are they just, nah, it's just, they're just not interested anymore? Not they interested just had that game actually. Please? Jeunesse, uh, you were there? Jeunesse and Dudelange, yeah. That was, a, that was a good game. 
Jeunesse is kind of like, how you say it in, in German, Angstgegner, the, the, the opponent, the Lodge, loses kind of, uh, kind of, kind of often, you know. Yeah. And in the end, the Fedon Spitz resting 1-0. And here are the final standings of the Bijelic season 22-23. We've got on the top Hesbrons with 77 points, 100 goals scored and 28 only conceded. Then we've got Niederkorn on the second with 17 points. At uh, 17, not 17. Dudelange with 67. Then behind them, Pit Petange with 59. Then we've got Diffedange. Mondorf on the 6th, which is the surprise of the season, with Petanche. Jeunesse and then Racing on the 9th, we've got Strassen. Behind, we've got Wils on the 10th, Rosborn 11th. Monerich, and then we've got the relegation playoffs with Forlan, Kerjeng, and our two relegated teams, Etzela and Hostad. And I've talked about Kanach doing some interesting results against Mersch. We all know Mersch are, gonna, are going to play the cup final next week. And you're not going to believe how the game ended. Mesh played with this, with the B team, which is normal because they want to keep their their best players for the final. But Connor crushed them 9-1. Oh. 9-1. When I saw the result, I was like, oh, I'm reading something wrong. Where are, where are Mersh in the second division? They, they finished second, so they're going to get promoted. To the okay, league. so here's a funny question for you. It's my understanding that if they were to win the Luxembourg yeah. Cup, they would be given a European spot. Is that the case? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they could be playing uh, European yeah, football. They'll, they'll play qualify for the uh, Conference League, I'm guessing. Conference League. Exactly. Uh, good teams in that Conference they, League, I can yeah. tell you. That, that would be crazy. And yeah, I've, I've got my tickets already for the game, but uh, you know, I had to choose between Diffedange and Merch supporter, supporter block. I had to choose Merch for the underdog, you know, but... You didn't have to choose Merch, Anthony. <laughs> sure, because because no, of course you do. We love an underdog. We'd love to. We'd love to be. We'd love to be hearing about that. Finn Bob, fun fact of the day, in that game scored seven goals, which you don't see every day. So it was double hat trick plus another goal. Let's move on to the women's because there was also an interesting. It was a crazy weekend somehow in Luxembourg, and it was in the final before the final between Racing and Mama. You know, you expect like a I saw this, yeah. close game. No, this game was very one-sided and at 10-0. 10-0 for oh. the Champions. Were um, Mama resting a few people? A few, but only in the attack. Like, Thompson was on the bench. Wrapped Anna in cotton. I'd imagine they didn't play them, though. They were just wrapped in cotton wool and, and didn't play. Yeah, but... I got some compl- I got some complaints when I mentioned when I, when, I did, when I did the article and I said, yeah, Mama played the B team and then some wrestling people wrote me like, what are you saying? They didn't play with the B team. It was just two, three players were rested and I was like, yeah, but sorry, but you, if you let... Yeah, but if you've got... If um, you give you've got Thompson Amy on the a rest, yeah. only for that. What do, you, what do you, what would you call the, would you call it the B team, Jordan? If you were putting out the, your less than strongest the, the team? The B team, uh. I mean the bench, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the bench one. Yeah. The, there's some up. good one I've heard it called the, the, the shags. Yeah, the shags. Yeah, put the shags out. The dirt trackers. Yeah, the dirt trackers. The the one that does the rounds in uh, the one that does the rounds in rugby is uh, the bin juice. So you know if you ever go to empty a bin and it's like oh, yes, a really one that hasn't been emptied in ages and you like lift out the bin and yeah. there's all the the, 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 the murky uh, water that's, okay, that's yeah. the people that are she actually get guys there was a uh, James Haskell was involved in it and he started and they used to get these hats and stuff for the bin juice and be like oh you bin juicing bin yeah juice. full bin juice today that's, you know okay. so that's it's pretty dark like, so. you've got some new vocabulary there. yeah, yeah vocabulary after <laughs> this trial wow <laughs> you're like what the hell is Jordan <laughs> on about the bin juice man? sorry Anthony on you go no stress Racing ends uh, the season 
for the third time consecutive without a single defeat and Thompson ends the season as the top scorer with 55 goals in 20 games but unfortunately didn't break the record from Ketil who had 59 goals but if she scored five goals in the final no that doesn't count it's only the league oh goals. okay okay that's some going though that's some going but, but it's fair to say she's going to be back <coughs> next year going for that 59 yeah if the, Anna, I want to say if she doesn't play outside of Luxembourg but she extended her contract with Mama so there's no worries before I move to Laura Miller because there's a topic I want to talk about as well let's go quickly through the other results from the women's we've got Diffedange Red Plague Egality 3-1 Mertat Vasabilic Anton VMG 0-5 Anton Vic, Wilcher Wilson SCL 1-3 and Young Girls Dickish Young Linster 1-3 so I want to talk about Laura Miller because last Thursday last Thursday Laura Miller and Stola Liege faced RFC Gang in the final, which I saw live at the stadium because my girlfriend is a fan of Standard Liege, so I had to go. And because a Luxembourg player has played there, the captain of the national team, she played an incredible game. She was everywhere. She intercepted every ball. She did some crazy dribblings. And mm. it was a very, very good game for her. And she she almost scored, almost scored in the second half from 25 meters out, but the ball hit the crossbar. The game has had to go to extra time because Standard Liège uh, missed a penalty in uh, in the 90th minute. Actually, crazy. Where and Liège scored three times and ended up winning the final 3-0 and winning the ninth cup of the history. Congrats to them and congrats to Laura Miller, who has actually been voted player of the game from the community. Fantastic. Um, well, great to hear um, Luxo doing well uh, outside of Luxembourg. You know, obviously the Belgian leagues. No disrespect to the BGL league, but it's obviously a higher, it's a higher standard, league. isn't it? So we've got a little bit of a break now, a little bit, a big break. Uh, transfers go Next we're going to hear some transfers, some yeah, stories. Uh, not really, because we have two Cups final and very and uh, a lot of relegation. relegation uh, of games. course. So, okay, so we've also so got that. So the season exciting. isn't over. No, it ain't no, over. No, 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 it ain't no. over till right. it's over. I want to um, finish, finish Jordan off with uh, yeah, some, with some serious, serious stuff. Serious questions. With, with, yeah. The, yeah, I'm locked the, in. The, 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 you're locked in? Yeah. Okay, we'll see what other words <laughs> we can switch, teach you. I've just got a message from from a listener who's already... He said, "I can't wait to see the uh, the the photo the photo of this one." Yeah. <laughs> one of us going to have to get it on each other's shoulders or something to try and have, have a photo with Jordan. We'll, um, right, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll be creative. We um, we don't we don't have time with it, but you got to walk out music. You're coming on to play your uh, 100th game for uh, Ash, let's say. Okay. And you 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 go out that 30 seconds before you rest of your boys in the in the locker room. Yeah. Who you what what track are you coming out to? Uh, the the mob by the mob? Lil, by Lil Wayne. A little while. Well, and you, my song since I was about 14, high school, yeah. He can answer that question because he's thought about it. You know, these people who come on and say, oh, I'm not really sure what I'm uh, yeah, Boom, he's, thought, he's yeah, thought about it. You, you, you've done it before. Yep. Okay, all right, so now the big questions. Next season, are you going to come out with only a mo or only a mullet? <laughs> can I do both? <laughs> That's my boy. That's my boy. That's my boy. On, on, a ser- on a serious note, if we if we put together, they have a big thing. Uh, it's more in the UK, but it's it's coming into Europe. They call it Movember. Just wherever yeah. you grow the grow the mustache. If yep. we set up a team, would you would you be part of that? Definitely, would you, definitely. What I would, would you go for? Would you just go for the Ned Flanders bad boy, or the, would you get, Ned Flanders? Is that just the little soul patch? No, no, just this uh, bit here. Get rid that? of all this. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how that would look. I've never. We don't worry that. about it that. It could be a new look yeah. though. I think I'm going to go for this one. 
Yeah, you know, just there from just from the sideburns it? down to there, and wow. you know, if I start growing it now, I might be ready by November. So, brilliant, 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 <laughs> sweet. Or okay. just the chops. Yeah, no, just, just the chops. chops. Nothing, nothing like Happy a set of lamb chops. Just the chops. <laughs> okay, uh, second but or third question: budgies or boardies? Uh, so like speedos, budgies. you know, that's yeah. budgies or boardies uh, for the swim party. Oh, boardies. Ah, you're a big bloody neck. <laughs> yeah. Go well with the basketball <laughs> shirt, though, don't you? He's not so long. You look like wearing a skirt. You look like wearing a skirt if you've got okay. the budgies on. And um, are you, uh, aside from or outside of the court, as a gen, uh, your general, um, how do you say this? The, the general Jordan Hicks. Are you yeah. a socks up man or are you a socks down man? Oh, socks up. You're a socks Definitely up. Definitely a socks up. Are you? Good. Uh, I'm a socks up. Yeah, socks up. That's the versatile over here. Versatile. Versatile. Depends, on, yeah. Depends what position I'm playing. You know. And okay. the, and the all last right. one of all, we're having a, we're having a party. Uh, we're having a party. What are you going to wear to our party? Any sporting attire apart from Michael Jordan's 23 any or sport, your own 23? Any, any sporting, sporting attire? attire. Uh, like a jersey, you think? Yeah, yeah. that's class. I like yeah. that. Kevin Garnett. Oh, yeah. it to be. Easy. Too, too, easy. too easy, too easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jordan, thank you so much for joining us this evening. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm sure this conversation is going to continue long after we sign off here. Anthony, as always, very insightful. Looking forward to hearing the transfer news about oh, yes, next go. week. I actually, there's a page that popped up. You don't run that page, do you, on Instagram? I, I know that page, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Someone, uh, someone's putting stuff in, and so I was having a look, and ooh, I love it. Even though I don't know that much, I like to see you know, the people who's, who's moving from what clubs and stuff yeah. like that. What's interesting. Part. That's what it's all about. Um, as always, we say a huge thank you to the army of volunteers out there who make our sporting world tick, Nathan. Yeah, that's right. Don't forget to listen tomorrow. You have got uh, Sam at six, Steps at 12, and Melissa on the at home three o'clock. Don't forget, you've got, you got the DB3 show as well, and you've also got the Hangover show from 10 o'clock on Sunday. Um, until then, gents, it is a chur. Chur. Uh,